Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This is a podcast that goes from the beginning of Transformers through the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. I'm Evan, I'm the lifelong fan, uh, pretty much familiar with all parts of the franchise and the fandom, and I'm Ed. <laughs> there you are. Are <laughs> uh, you going to say anything about yourself, man? You just don't know much about... I don't know anything about Transformers, but what I do know is uh, that it is time to awaken from your golden slumber. Everyone's heart has a mysterious mind, and yet there's only one color of life, the dissolute planet, relying on the breath of Earth's energy so that the deep desire can take off even if the heavens are broken. See, you think that is just some weirdo like prog rock uh, lyrics or something, right? But that those are actually those are actually the intro. That's the intro song to the Japanese version of Transformers. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So okay. I ended up watching. They really are. Um, I ended up watching a thing called a Scramble City this morning. You ever, oh, you, nice. ever seen, you ever seen this? Oh yes, years ago I was, I've watched it kind kind of recently. Did you watch both of them though? The live the live action stop mo- animation one? No, I no, I that that was up on the list, but I ran out of time. So okay. um so yeah, if if you're listening, you don't know Scramble City. That was a, apparently from what I took away was a, like a VHS pack-in for the combiners in, in Japan. Was that yeah. is that accurate? Yeah, it was kind of a way to explain their whole their whole shtick. Okay. Um my big takeaway from the whole thing, uh as cool as it was, because it was it's just action. It's 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 a little like 15-minute thing. It's like it's straight, yeah. it's just fights. Um, but uh the big takeaway that I found with it is that uh, in Japan the Autobots built a door in the Ark. <laughs> they they were more aware. This was really, yeah, this was this was real cool. Um yeah, the Autobots <laughs> in yeah in, in Japan were a lot more practical than the uh the American Autobots. Uh, so I like this. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I got to see a lot of uh combine like I've said before that I think combiners are cool and uh and the more I get to see them, uh the cooler that is. And uh this was just it was basically just combiners. It was just uh just them doing combiners. Um I liked it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 fun to watch. It uh doesn't you know it it I think there's it's a lot of recycling animation, some newer animation, which is mm-hmm. really nice, and uh, and then like leads up to the end where they're um, they're working on Metroplex, yeah, and Triptygon, um, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I want to start off with a kind of a uh, first of all, back up a little bit. Uh, I want to say thanks uh, to Real Phonies and yeah. a friend of the show, Jason, for being on last week. If you didn't listen to last week because it wasn't uh, in like sequence of our animated uh journey here um definitely go back and let's do it it was a lot of fun to do that thanks again Real yeah, it was jason um yeah. uh but yeah i wanted to uh do kind of a state of the show thing real quick which uh hold on because i know normally when a podcast says all right just do the show it means they're taking a break they're quitting they're going on a two-year extended uh hiatus uh we don't do that at mtmtg we're doing the opposite of that we're ramping up production of uh, things here we're uh we're we're expanding into things um uh this was initially supposed to be a subdivisions covering uh one of my favorite things which is warhammer 40,000 um but i decided that a i needed to sort of uh reconfigure that episode so it wasn't just me rambling on um and, and b we've been doing side ups for two weeks and uh i think it's time to get back to some transformers y'all and um but now starting uh, season two, but man, this is just a beast of a season. It's so long. <laughs> it's huge. 49 so, episodes. 49 episodes. So, um, so this is going to be like a year before we, uh, before we 
here finish this almost um so what we decided we're going to do uh is we're probably going to do these in like uh, five or so episode chunks and then throw subdivisions in um after you know every five episodes just to kind of give us a break and um and just to cover some other uh dumb stuff but um but yeah i know, I know that you had some crazy questions about warhammer 40,000 oh yeah like, yeah you kept you kept asking me something about like space werewolves or something like that what's well, the space wolves Space wolves. Oh, you were asking me if I thought you were asking me if there were space werewolves. No, I said so. I want to ask you about space wolves and things like that because I know all the different armies. Okay, okay, okay. So no, I thought you were asking me if there were space (laughs) werewolves, and it was like I was like, well, I was like, well, there are space werewolves. Oh, we'll see. There you go. There are space werewolves, and they're they're part. They're part. They're sort of part of the space wolves. Because the space space wolves are basically space Vikings, different than the Luna wolves. Different than the Luna Wolves, completely different. The, the Luna Wolves don't have anything to do with, with wolves at all. The, but the space, the space wolves themselves are space Vikings that mm-hmm. uh, are from like an ice planet, and uh, they uh, they revere wolves, and uh, they also ride wolves. They have uh, uh, things called Thunderwolf Cavalry, which are like spa- these big uh, space marines that ride on uh, on giant, uh, like oversized dire wolves. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah, very, yeah, very, very cool. Well, that, that's um, all for that episode. So let's save all that. No, yeah, no, absolutely, but uh, yeah, no, I, I just really, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to know what you were talking about when you were asking about space, <laughs> space war. No, knowing everyone, uh, knowing that he could text me anytime, but it was, that's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to, no, I want to do it in a public forum. It's, it's oh, better that way. It's gotcha, more fun okay. that way. Um, yeah. So yeah, but uh, so this is uh, another Donald Glut episode who we've talked mm-hmm. about in the past and uh, how he got, got his start in the film industry by making homemade films when he was a kid. Um, this is a big interest to me since uh, that's stuff that we did when we were kids, um, and which, yeah, as I've said, has also which led to a lot of uh, my circle of friends, uh, including myself, uh, working in film to various levels, all the way from uh, uh, interned on a couple of things, all the way up to you know, good friends of mine that have directed a big multi-million dollar feature uh, feature film starring uh, rock bands. Um, but uh, I found that uh, I found out that at some point someone released a DVD set of all of Donald Glut's surviving home movies he made back really? in the 60s. And uh, yeah, a couple of them are on YouTube. So uh, I spent some time watching those and uh, they're really awesome, um, especially for the time and the technical technical constraints that he had, you know, working on like Super 8 cameras as opposed mm-hmm. to working on VHS. Um, there's an 11 minute Spider-Man movie on YouTube that's pretty cool where um, he mixes in live action uh, like a guy in a Spider-Man suit and some other actors uh, in with the stop motion action figures for all the wall, uh, like this wall crawling and web swinging and stuff. That's great. And uh, yeah. it was really, it was really cool. It was a really neat thing to see since um, you can tell that uh, he found out probably the same way that we did that uh, action happens in the cuts and the edits. And you know, we filmed a ton of fight scenes back in the day where nobody actually threw punches at each other. We just we would just do a, like a close up of like a fist or a foot. And then mm-hmm. cut to a guy like falling down or selling that or something like that or like a you know just superimpose the fist in the face and no one ever like swung a punch or whatever and uh, you can see uh, that kind of thing in um, like uh, Sam Raimi and uh, Robert Rodriguez's work where there's a lot of things that uh, they, they look very kinetic and very uh, action oriented when really not a whole lot is really happening it's just a lot of uh, a lot of quick cool cuts to kind of uh, you know tell the story and whatnot which is really cool. Yeah, which is actually kind of why the uh, the, the no cut scene, where at least it shows doesn't show a clean cut or anything like that, in uh, Daredevil, the uh, the the uh, live action series that came on, that yeah. whole sequence where he goes down the hallway, just the hallway scene, the hallway scene. Yeah, oh, it's um, incredible. Yeah, they, they, yeah, those make you really uh, appreciate those kinds of things because, uh, like, and I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of kung fu films, and uh, mm-hmm. something I learned from uh, watching uh, film commentary was um, that 
if you watch a, a fight scene in a kung fu movie, the more times guys hit each other without a cut, the better choreographed that scene is. So mm-hmm. if you see a thing where guys like will like do like eight punches or blocks in a row with before a cut, then that's like that's going to be some like or like crazy like high like high level choreographer. Whereas like a lower budget thing is going to have like one or two and then cut, which is uh, pretty cool stuff. So. Yeah, yeah uh, totally. Um, and honestly, that's you know a lot of people don't, don't like doing like that because it's actually a lot more dangerous for people. So you know, there's a lot right. of um, protection of actors. So it's always really right. cool when you see them go full through with that because you know they're taking a lot of uh, risk. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, but uh, season two, episode one. Uh, yeah. So uh, Auto, Auto, Auto Spike. Auto um, Spike. Uh, so yeah, man. I, I this we used to make fun of this episode a lot with good reason. Um, really. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. okay. Um, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, I gotta to say, that, so. first of all, I, I it was actually pretty nicely animated. It wasn't really any errors. It was crisp, clean. It was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But more importantly, we got a cool new intro song. Oh man, I love and it. And at first, I was like, and eh, this is like some like weird Japanese city pop kind of thing, you know, like that that like Japanese mall music. Uh, but I went back and listened to it a couple more times, and uh, it, it it sort of is, but it, it's really a, like a second wave ska song. It's like somebody <laughs> took like a like a, a madness song and then put like group vocals and then like the Egyptian lover in it. <laughs> yeah, they did. And it, it is straight up like something off of that's, like one step beyond or something like that that's and great actually it was, pretty, about pretty, that it was pretty cool let's do it again with that in mind and you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah and actually I, I do like uh season three intro even better but uh oh, no. this one has this elements has these like um synthesized horns wah, 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 wah. yeah it's great like you said segway ska um yeah. i like the 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 whole animation of this uh, this intro it's funny the uh, you you get used to hearing that first season intro and it's very cobbled together, spliced together. It's almost yeah. like three four different songs they just cut together. And this one is a full on straight up song. This one, yeah, this so, one's uh, yep. Not like not quite like the uh, Japanese um, intro songs, but you know. Oh, that they're, Japanese they're, that Japanese they're... intro songs also uh, also just a city pop song, but uh, but oh, they're great, they're lot, fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get the we get the return of the narrator here. Oh, too. here he, he is. He drops a cool thing that was cool. Um, and uh oh man spark plugs make an autobot x <laughs> this is great so he, he comes and says i know talking about the experiment but not with wheeljack but with spark plug, spark plug who yeah. since they're both voiced by chris lotta sounds like wheeljack anyways if you close your oh, eyes oh they're oh, they both chris lotta oh yeah oh, I, 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 wheeljack I, 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 and I, 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 spark together did this sound exactly the same uh, nice. so I think uh, there's there's a point here where um, Spike says something about the you know, Autobot Frankenstein monster. I mean, huge hint here. Where are we going? Oh with this? my god! So, Four shot. Yeah, we're doing yeah. the Frankenstein thing again. He, uh, and this thing's even got like bolts in his neck. I would say god, that. Uh, yeah, they put bolts <laughs> in his neck. Um, and he's just like a cobbled together thing. He's got, like, like parts of like jazz and parts of uh, Sunstreaker yeah. and like a Optimus Prime looking head and like a half of a like uh, like ratchet's face on there and yeah this was pretty it was a pretty weird weirdo looking thing like they only had like like the front fender of one dude and the other <laughs> front fender of another guy and uh um, i'm trying real hard not to make a we didn't land on the arc the arc landed on us joke for autobot x um oh I'm gonna god that, i'm gonna let that i don't want to get canceled don't so don't yeah don't do that go. that's a whole new territory <laughs> um I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna let that one go man and, okay <laughs> So um, they're, they're just like they're all kind of watching, um, you know, Autobot X, and he, he of course goes on a rampage and starts. Of course, he goes on a rampage. Stuff. It's, it's because, like the third time we've had this in this show. 
everyone like destroys the arc at some point that oh they're gonna destroy a console it must just have like cardboard at this point hold holding up everything because everything just uh, crumbles how much is this is like the ship of theseus like how much of the original arc is still there and how much of it is just uh like is it still the arc at this point um, yeah and uh so yeah there's there's this great one uh, ironhide turns to optimus says talk about spare parts and it almost sounds i don't know if he's just like making fun of spark plug and wheeljack like dude these guys are nuts or if uh you know what's going on here more if it's just he's making the commentary on like the the cobble together autobot x maybe he's talking about the arc yeah that too i mean we can go all kinds of ways here but hey roll call oh oh oh, before the roll call there's a there's a cool there's a really funny scene um where uh, they're going to disassemble uh, Autobot X and Wheeljack says he's going to take care of it and that Ratchet will help him. But Ratchet's standing right behind him and Ratchet gets scared of this for a second, right? <laughs> he and he, he, ma- he makes a shocked face, but then they just stop animating him while Wheeljack's talking and he's just scared for 30 seconds. He's in the same scared position for 30 30- it's like a, It's like the end of an 80s sitcom. It's, you know, he just froze. And uh, it, After this, does he stop and look back at the others? Like, what's this guy does. talking about? I'm not eventually, helping. Yeah, eventually he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, it was a oh, weird course perspective. Like Wheeljack looked really tiny, and like Ratchet looked huge. He's like, huge, yeah. like, uh, like, like almost like Wheeljack was right there in the camera, and Wheel uh, Ratchet was over here. But it wouldn't mm-hmm. work that way. But force pers- perspective on this was all jacked up. Yeah, so, it was, yeah, it was like a, it was like a bad version of a uh, of Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh yeah, film, for film sure, Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, yeah. We get the we get the roll call. Uh, Optimus Prime gets to give the transform command like twice in a minute again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of him doing that. Ironhide, um, Ratchet, Windcharger, Prowl. Yeah, it is a whole. He goes down the line. Okay, these are all the toys you need to go buy now before right, they cancel. Right. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget Brawn. Oh, Braun is the end. too, because in the very, the very, they, they go to a missile base, an yes. uh, Air Force missile base, and first thing uh, Braun does is he kicks Soundwave into a rocket and blows his rocket up. Which... Oh man! So yeah, so Soundwave somehow like, you know, completely stealthily goes behind Windcharger and uh, and uh, and Ratchet shoots him and like knocks him clean out. Mm-hmm. And you know they're you know they're looking. It's looking pretty bad. And, like yeah, Braun, you hear Braun's voice. He runs up and does a flying kick. And uh, launches him into a rocket, and knocks over a rocket. And, but then that knocks over like fifteen more rockets and blows all these blows all these rockets. Yeah. These things, these are just hanging out like on, on launch pads. I don't know what they're for. Like, are they are they missiles? Are they weapons? Are they? They look like ICBMs, they, man. They do, but yeah, it's I don't know what these. I don't know what these Reagan's are. America. Reagan's America, but uh, Optimus Prime is real upset by this. Yeah. Like, the, the rockets, no, no. Um, keep this in mind because this is going to come back to haunt us in a few minutes, in a little bit. Because yeah, um, this is very, it's a very important plot point. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah. So they have that going on, and like, um, and Optimus, or no, it was uh, Megatron's like wandering around, like there's no energy left for us to steal. We may as well leave now. Oh, they still like? This, the, I don't. There, the I guess. The they were fuel? they were like saying something about that you need a lot of energy to launch all these rockets. So of course, he's going and uh, saying, uh, "Well, you know, they're all knocked over, so I guess there's no energy left." They don't have any like, tanks, of, tanks yeah. of rocket fuel. You can yeah, like, I, I uh, guess all the like, rocket fuel all the tanks. fuels in this. I don't know, man. Yeah. Know. Anyways, well, well, okay. Plot point. <laughs> I guess we'll leave yeah. now. Once, but once again, here comes Spike into a war zone, driving a Volkswagen. And he even says, Once "Should again. we be here?" Should we be here? Like, like it didn't stop you the whole yeah. last season. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they, they get shot at, and uh, Bumblebee flips over on his side. 
and I and Spike is just like he's just massively injured, and I feel like Spike got hurt worse than this a whole lot more in season one multiple times. He did, and the thing about this is, you know, we we realize how close uh, of a uh, of a mimic that Bumblebee is of a actual VW bug because they are death traps. So obviously yeah, there's, no, there's yeah. no extra belts, there's no, no, say, no, no safety, bags, nothing there. No crumple zones or anything no, like that. Nothing. Uh, so he gets, no. turns on his side and apparently this, this prompts uh, Spike to be real hurt. But I love this. So what kind of back alley doctor amuses about separating Spike's mind and body? It's like, well, it'd be really great if we could just separate his mind from his body. They didn't even say what's wrong with him. I know, right? like he was he was injured, and that's and that's fine. But they were they had to operate on. But like 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 they operate people all the time without that. Like like oh, hey man, I know your appendix ruptured, but we're gonna take your brain out and put it over in a over in the Atari for uh, a couple of days while you while we operate on you. Like so, basically, we get like an episode of Full Metal Alchemist at this point. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> that's uh, not that way to put it. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so apparently there is a still of the Abbey Normal brain in Autobot X. Uh, you know, nice callback to uh, Young Frankenstein. Um, Abby, I put, I give you the Abbey Normal brain. Yeah, so it's still crazy, no matter who's in that head. So you know, okay, we're, we're I'm gonna I'm going past a little bit here, but they sit at the machine and like, okay, first of all, they sit at the machine in the hospital where Spike is. Apparently, they're running wires all the way to the Ark. They transmit his brain. They uh, they transmit his brain over a uh, like six hundred baud rate modem. <laughs> no wonder it goes badly. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Loss exactly. of signal. No, nobody had broadband back then. Nobody had this. Twenty eight eight. Yeah, fifty six k modem. Uh, <laughs> so um, um, DSL. Uh, so <laughs> so he, yeah, they broadcast his brain into uh into Autobot X. And, yeah, and uh, he goes roll 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 crazy once he realizes what's going on. At first, he's like, oh. Dad, he just has the I don't know. It's he's got the groggy like woken up. Yeah, kinda, it's, kinda he kind of like, came out of a of a root canal suddenly, and he's right. trying to figure out where he is. But of course, he's still um you know he's still got the Abby normal brain, so he starts breaking everything, and they've got to put him down. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they they fight him. They don't want to hurt him. Yeah. Um, now now they don't want to hurt him. It yeah. was fine before when they throw him into a, a missile base, but uh, I guess. <laughs> Shooting Optimus Prime's a laser cannon at him, isn't uh, turn it, turn it down to low power, guys. Um, yeah, but yeah, oh, but what's about what's going on behind the scenes here? Because the Autobots didn't learn yeah. from the Japanese, uh, Japanese Autobots and put a door in, so it's about my, my little guy laser beak over there creeping, recording and this whole thing. Something to detect laser beak, I'm like they need to put some, they need to put a bell on him or something. That dude, dude is always well, he was just hanging out waiting for something to happen, and it happened all right, always. Always goes Always. back and tells Megatron. Megatron's like, "Well, we can work with this." Dude. And why do they have Spike watching Frankenstein on Teletran One? So, okay, so I love this. He's like, so he's still kind of out of it. He's still got this kind of like uh, coming down <laughs> from being sedated voice, and he's like, he's like, "Uh, yeah, Wheeljack, thanks for patching TV into Teletran One." <laughs> and he's watching. He's watching Frankenstein, dude. He's watching Frankenstein. Can we get any more ham-fisted than this? It's it's just like, like we foreshadowed it at the beginning. Yeah. Like, like we're like, in case you didn't get it yet, we're going to show you a recreation gonna, of the movie. Beat you over the face with the fact that this is like a like a, a tribute or whatever to. In why does a Spike as Autobot X sound like Spicoli? <laughs> I 
Yeah, he does. God, it's almost like uh, Snuffle Up, I guess. Hi, bird. God. Um, no. So Spike throws a fit and just smashes the rest of the arc up because he sees that Frankenstein's a monster, so he's a monster. Wow. I'm like, dude, watch the rest of the movie. Like, <laughs> if you just would have watched another 20 minutes, it would have been yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. Like, read the book, Spike. Yeah, I know. I know. It got assigned you in high school. Like, <laughs> oh, also, oh, it was the doctor that was the monster the whole time. So oh, really, but really, no. it was it was it was Wheeljack and his dad. Really, the, yeah, the pretty monsters. much. Right? That that checks out. That tracks really yeah. nicely. So, so, um, so why does Doctor Frankenstein in the movie have the same voice as the back alley chop shop doctor who suggested separating his brain? By the way, <laughs> that was great. Like they couldn't even get a different voice actor for that one. Guy's got to hey. make a living, man. <laughs> so yeah, um. This is great because the auto the Ottawa's have to go back. They're by this they're, at this time they have gone back to the missile base to help them clean up and rebuild it or something. Which I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they sit them up and like glued them back together. I don't know what it, it entailed, but it didn't take like but ten minutes. You and know, I, I thought I thought of that too. And um, you know, it's like when things like that get wrecked. How useful would it be? Like, mm-hmm. like say, say you like a tree fell down in your backyard, like a girl, like, like a storm, you know, and like how much, how handy would it, would it be if you were 20 feet tall and and could lift like 10 tons? I mean, you know, you're, so you're start talking to Primark's uh, size, huh? Primark was like nine feet tall, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That's a Warhammer 40,000 thing for you. Yes, uh, yeah. Sorry, I've been, I've been trying you, to get already on it. For you um, non-tabletop folks out there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it'd be handy, but... Again, yeah, would be yeah, worse. Like, if you had a friend, like, it, it, okay, say, say you were Evan sized and I was twenty feet, and I was a Primark, and you were like, "Hey, man, my, uh, like, my swing set fell down in the backyard. Like, oh, I'll come over and help pick it up." And, like, you know, you would be on call because you would be that guy that everyone called to help him move. But, you know, oh, and you like, move my it'd couch. Be like, yeah, it'd be like you got a truck. And you're like, oh man, yeah. he's super strong. Call, call him, he's giant too. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Sp- Spike. Uh, Sp- Spike in the Autobot X body, like he goes and like reflects. He goes in, on a on a hillside, like a, like an embankment, oh, yes. and reflects for a minute, like uh, as you as you should do when you're a Frankenstein's monster. Um, but he does the old, I have these powers. Should I help humanity? No, I'm a monster. And so it's basically like the, the principal Skinner meme of uh, you know where he's like. If it I had a exactly. touch, no, it's the kids, and it's, that, it's, God, it's, it's, actually, it's that. It's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I, I can picture um, that meme right now. <laughs> that's exactly that's, that's amazing. What's going on? That's that's make that meme now. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, um, I gotta yeah. I gotta go back to the rocket base real quick. So they launch all the missiles, and I don't know where these missiles are going. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I was gonna say. Where are they going? It, it's like they um. I don't know. It's like they they were gonna just like okay, we're gonna shoot these ICBMs in the in the air. I don't know where they're gonna go, but we're just gonna shoot them. And it's gonna be this big patriotic thing because there's, like, are, there's are, are they yeah are they attacking somebody or are they just like should, like just shoot, shoot missiles? I mean, like, they're, they're, they they can obviously because they can like put up a missile base in thirty minutes. I'm and, gonna uh, say that you know personally, I live within you know like an hour driving distance of I think four military four yeah. pretty major yeah, military do. bases and um these yeah, dudes are hurt. constantly blowing stuff up and it's not cool. It's the other day uh you know I, I I thought we had an earthquake over here but no it was an air force base blowing something up. Um, yeah they actually they they developed the Moab uh kind of that's that right. Egg one, I think. that's right that's right right next to right uh yeah like about an hour from where 
Amaryllis. And, yeah. uh, and they're just there constantly, just like blowing something up. Or like, hey, guys, this fly a jet fighter uh, 10 feet over these houses. Um, it's not I mean, cool. Even they where I live now, I've got two around me. So yeah, they're see, all over exactly. the place. They, they crashed a jet and they crashed a fighter into the into a residential neighborhood here back in the nineties. Um, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool either. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't like. I don't like bombs. Blown up. I don't like them in cartoons. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but man, this is this is America. America. There's shoot there's all the rockets. Big, all of them. There's a big. Uh, there's a big Autobot Decepticon fight here. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody does a really cool uh, like Jack Kirby looking pose uh, with like the. About the real zoomed in head and a hand out like reaching down um and uh, hmm. autobot x had like a always had like kind of like the downturned mouth you yeah. know like um, that's a very jack kirby like new gods looking thing and uh i think that's pretty cool um somebody calls megatron megacrum oh yeah yeah and that oh, has to be oh, the, the weakest the weakest of all of transformers insults so far wait is this is this you're talking about when they go back and they see they find autobot x there uh, yeah, it's, it's, during, it's during that big battle. It's right before they shoot the, the, the missiles. Um, oh, okay, yeah. It, it's when uh, like Megatron's uh, like like tempting Autobot X, uh, Spike. That's uh, right. Auto Spike. Yes. Yeah, he's like trying to get them to join the, the Decepticons, and uh, he immediately offers him a second in command role. <laughs> Starscream standing right there. Of course, Starscream. I can hear you. I'm right here. And he's like, guys, come, really, come on. You know, it's like uh, like you're yeah. in a club and your your girls like hitting on another dude right there. Like uh, like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on here? And her, yeah, you know, you're uh, you're out of town and um, you're at a concert and she's you, you, she goes to get beers and she's walking with some other dude. And like the whole time, Bumblebee is yes, hanging out on this rock. He's just yeah. hanging on a rock, listening to this whole thing. Like, okay, I'm right here, guys. I'm, I'm also listening to all this. And uh, you know, so he instead of like he actually does something smart. He's like, okay, I'm like way outclassed here, so I'm gonna leave and go back tell the others at the rock base. And, and he shows up at the base with the big Autobot symbol on his on his hood, and the guys mm-hmm. at the gate are like, whoa, whoa, you can't go in there. It's probably you know restricted. And uh, it shows up, so like, oh, it's, it's cool, guys. He's he's an Autobot. See the big symbol yeah. on his chest. Yeah, he's over there. Oh, he's over yeah. there. Tells him what's going on. So of course, all the Autobots. Uh, okay. I gotta say this. There's this great line that Optimus says at the uh, launch. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. For a primitive rocket technology. So this is like this backhand a compliment I've ever so heard. So throwing shade at the U.S. rocket uh, missile rocket program. So that's and that's why I wanted to go back to uh, him being so upset about the rockets getting blown up. Why does he care? They're primitive rockets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, like, I mean, that, they're they're essentially like they're they're doing the uh, the equivalent of North Korea shooting off uh, ICBMs. Like, oh, oh, we got a little further. Primitive rocket technology. Yeah. Um, yeah so it was a big uh, everybody transform scene right here. It was, <laughs> this is a good this is a good one though. It goes on for kind of kind of a while, like longer than yeah. they normally go on. Like Optimus Prime has to go through the transforming sound twice in this one. And, uh, yeah, that's cool because I like that. I like I like that sound. So. Uh, um, yeah, so, they run off and they get a big fight. They get a big fight with, with the uh, with the Decepticons here. Um, yeah, they well they they go back to the base though. This is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and they they show up and uh, they're they're they see uh, you know, Autobot Spike. Spike's up there, um, you know, with one hand behind his back, like nothing's going on here. You know, trying this was, to talk. This was a really cool scene, actually. This was yeah. like because uh, he's like t- he's like talking to him like he's like reasonable, but he's he's like you know he's tempted to stay on the bad side. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah been, no, he's, been, cool. he's been gaslit by uh, like a, a, a master manipulator, a uh, yeah. deceiver, or a Decepticon. So, um, yeah, see, you see a little hand behind his back holding oh. Megatron in gun mode, and they're all trying to show they're trying to reason with him, and uh, he pulls it out, starts shooting at him. And uh, you know, it's one of those moments where they're like, "Okay, we can't do anything. We can't hurt him. We destroy right. his body." It's 
Prime has these times where he has a very, um, I don't know, uh, um, William Shatter, we can't destroy his body, we will destroy his mind moments. And he delivered just like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he really does. Uh, you know, uh, as a side note, speaking of uh, Star Trek, I, I was, uh, my son and I were laying in bed last night and he was playing on the Switch and uh, I wanted to watch something that it was appropriate for him to watch. And because uh, I, I tend to be a little protective about letting him watch things like Aliens or oh, you know, Predator right. or Robocop right. or whatever. So um, I turned on uh, Star Trek 2, uh, oh. AKA one of the best sci fi movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, man, he let me have it about what trash Star Trek is. Man, he was just <laughs> mad about Star Trek. And uh, I was it's... like, I'm like, what do what what? you, you failed what? him already? I got it, man. Oh, I don't know. I, I, out of all the Star Treks to hate on, like, like you can't hate on Star Trek 2 and you can't hate on Star Trek 4. Like, I would, I would also say definitely, um, first contact, but of the classic Trek, yeah. like, pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was yeah, I was like uh, I was a little taken aback, but uh, but yeah. So back to the thing here. Um, there's a, a big fight, and um, somebody shoots a beam of something at the seekers, and they get caught in a river of chocolate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Ironhide's like uh, <laughs> melting the uh, rocks, and it looks like they're they're floating in that Willy Wonka's river of chocolate. They, do. <laughs> they just <laughs> float away in this chocolate river. This is uh, this is so funny. So um, I go um, guess the Scoop, you got this. Oh my god! Optimus probably gets blown up again by yeah. um, by uh, Auto Spike and uh, Megatron, which he just gets totally, totally uh, housed here. But this got me thinking: um, Have you ever heard of the wrestler at Sushi Onita? I don't think so. You, you probably haven't, and that's fine. Um, but as, as I've said fine. in the past, um, I, I'm a big fan of pro wrestling, and in particular, I'm a big fan of Japanese pro wrestling. And uh, I, I had a phase back in the late '90s and the early 2000s where I was big into trading tapes on the internet before you could just watch everything on YouTube um, and all that, which is way better, by the way. YouTube is way better than mm-hmm. trading, just sending off for tape for you know VHS tapes. Um, so Onita was this dude that was, he was a promising like traditional wrestler when he was younger in their early eighties, uh, then got hurt early on, retired and just kind of bounced around. Um, and a few years later, he came back and instead of wrestling like traditional, like, uh, like style, you know, like, like locks and you know, clotheslines and this you know thing or whatever. Um, dude just starts doing these bizarro like deathmatch things where like the ropes are replaced with barbed wire and there's oh, like, broken glass and tacks and landmines and tanks of piranhas and in, in the ring and all this all this like, ghoul <laughs> stuff. And uh, this is this is very much not my thing, by the way. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of this stuff and it's basically like watching like Saw or Hostel or uh, those movies. Those movies aren't scary. I don't consider them horror movies. Um, no. Uh, but uh, in the same way that I don't really consider a lot of this to be like actual uh, wrestling, like we called it garbage wrestling for a long time, which was like a double meaning and that, you know, they, they use like trash cans and junk, but also a dig at the quality of it because it's just not good. But uh, anyway, this, uh, yeah, uh, so this dude Onita had this deal where he would get into these matches and he would just get like absolutely mastered. He was the good guy, by the way. And you know, he would wrestle like uh, sometimes like a foreigner or a, like literally like a monster or something like, like a, a dude in like a Freddy Krueger suit or something like that. Um, uh, anyway. Um, uh, so he would get in these matches and just get absolutely massacred, like buckets of blood all over the ring, you know, and like he's all cut up with tacks and um, like uh, hammers and, and, and all this stuff. And, um, but then he'd make this heroic comeback at the end and he would hit like a couple of moves and then he would win. And that, that but this is when the magic, this is when the, Onita magic happens here. Um, 
at the end of every match, the camera would like zoom in on him because he's the he's the big star of the promotion because mm-hmm. he he's, he owned it. Um, so he would always be in the main event at the end. And so they would like zoom in on his face, and he would be like covered in blood, and he's on his knees in the middle of the ring, and he's like crying. And um, you know, he's like literally every match, he's like you know just tears streaming down this dude's face, and then like like Wild Thing plays over. That's his theme song, Wild Thing from a uh, Major League, uh, that like that version of the Major League plays. <laughs> um, and and, uh, and he's crying every time. And, but that's Optimus Prime. He does the exact same thing. He he just gets beat up. He, like you rarely see Optimus Prime like like doing like big stuff. He just gets blown up all the time. So I just decided that he's just like the Atsushi Onita of uh, of Transformers. That's, that's um, pretty fair. Yeah. In, in Japan and China, they call this uh, heroic bloodshed. Uh, mm-hmm. Like heroic bloodshed movies where the where the you know the hero gets all beat up and cut up and yeah. bloody, like like hard boiled or or uh, like um, every Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more like, um, you know, like uh, those Chow Yun Fat movies where, uh, you know, at the oh, end, yeah. you know, he's in like a white, just he just has like a wife beater on, and it's just like covered in blood, you know, and he's got like mm-hmm. one bullet left or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime is the same as this. He's, yeah. This is this is where the formula for Optimus OP comes from. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I can see that. So, um, yeah. so, sorry for sorry for that. Uh, no, no, man, sorry, uh, sorry. I completely forget what we're doing now. Now, um, the there's there's a whole sequence where um, I he see. No, Sparkplug shows up. Wheeljack pulls up. This this you know, race car in the middle of the desert shows up. Sparkplug gets out, runs over, and uh, you know, he's like, "Son, son!" And uh, without thinking about it, he shoots his dad, and you know, just instinctually. And then he goes, "Dad," <laughs> which we used to make fun of that so much, "Dad, dad," and then he, and then he just shoots him. Yeah, it, but the best part is. Um, he he's falling down. The Sparkplug's falling down this uh, this cliffside, and one of the powers that uh, that Spike apparently has is a claw machine claw. <laughs> he shoots out of his left hand and, and, and catches him. It was cool, but I mean, it, like, because as he was cobbled together, I mean, like, I mm-hmm. think that like somebody uh, Ironheart or somebody used that in the past, or like uh, Ratchet or somebody had that thing in the past. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it, like, okay, no, yeah. it, it worked. It, uh, no, it worked. Uh, I thought it was cool. Um, because he because he he decided you know he makes the change you know and, and yeah he, he decided there so um, the change you want to be the yeah, um and, it was it was great though uh, he, that it was like I just immediately thought of a claw machine he's like send it out there and grabs his dad pulls it back in um luckily it has better grip than a claw machine does and uh pulls him back saves his dad and uh he's he he starts shooting the Decepticons and Megatron <laughs> screams. We have been betrayed. We're Retreat, betrayed. Be betrayed by the guy you by, the, yeah. by a, 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 an Autobot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were betrayed by the Autobot of, of and um. So yeah. Anyways, the irony is obviously not lost there. Uh, so the battle's won and everyone's happy again. And uh, so they decide they're going to put him back into his body because apparently during this time they're able to um. I, I guess operate on his body, and it looks like nothing happened to it. But he just—I guess—he took a long nap without a brain. They, they, they had the body back in the ark too. Yeah, like, which... like they, didn't, they didn't have to beam it back over the, to the uh, uh, to the hospital via um, wires. Yeah, uh, yeah, which, yeah. Was, which was good. Um, yeah, very nice. Uh, while they're uh, while Spike and Sparkplug are making up, though, we get we got like an emotional strings version of the uh, the auto of the uh, Transformers theme song yeah. uh, going on yeah. there. It was it was like it was almost like the, the like the RZA from the late nineties produced that like uh, it was a Wu-Tang forever uh, era. Yeah. Uh, RZA was, was produced. Uh, that was, this was cool. Um, 
Oh, and, uh, so, yeah. yeah, they they transfer back, but there's this this weird moment where they, they, he says it's overloading, and I'm waiting for something bad to happen, but it, it's fine. It, yeah, it's it's bring back in there. Nothing nothing happened. And after after this all done, you know, he, uh, Spike wakes up. He's like, Dad, I'm so glad I'm back in my body. They hug and stuff like that. And Will Jack sitting in this chair like this, like he's just man, he's wiped out. He's like, I I gotta fix this and. Ratchet says something along the lines of, I'll help you fix it if you like. And Will Jack's like, nah, and no, no, just don't. No, no. But then he's, then, he's all, then he's all like, I wonder what will happen if we put a robot brain in a human. Yeah, like, well, that's. I wonder. You'll see that in season three. Oh, for um, real? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, actually kind of, that's where Old Snake comes in. Oh, uh, Cobra nice, Commander. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, um, so yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Um, I mean, uh, it was, you know, it's fine. It was just, it, like, as we were saying, like, last week with, uh, with, with uh jehu um it's fine i'm man i'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you on this one um i i actually really like this episode yeah a, a, a lot yeah um okay. and right. I, i'm not sure if it's a we're returning to transformers after a few week layoff uh or if it's actually good um but brain switching is a very cool sci-fi trope oh, yeah. I, I, I like it um and the whole I'm a monster thing is very cool. And th- this was a Frankenstein thing that was written for ki- for kids. And man, at that point, ki- like kids at that point know Frankenstein. Because Frankenstein yeah. wasn't really like a like kind of knew vaguely who you know Frankenstein's story. Yeah, know, when you were when you were eight. Yeah, well, yeah, nobody read that when they were eight. You know, you uh, read that twelve. Sorry, and I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, um, much as I, much as fan as I am in the original Universal monster movies, man, movies are very boring, very difficult Ooh. to watch, and um. You know, like my son, you know, he's nine, and uh, he's always wanting to, yeah, dad, how, how old to until I can watch horror movies? And uh, and I'm always like, well, you can watch Dracula, Frankenstein, The Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon right now. You, you put them on right now, and I dare you, I dare you to finish any one of those movies because you're going to be bored 10 minutes into it, and you're not going to want to watch it. And so like, <laughs> yeah. Really? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Watch all of them. I don't care. Watch, uh, watch everyone. Watch Invisible Man. Watch Phantom of the Opera. But, so... So then that was so as this being like a a, a condensation of, of Frankenstein sort of kids, I thought it uh, I, I thought it worked really that. well. And yeah. um I think it would be cool to explore this more. Like maybe if uh like if this show had like more con- like episode to episode continuity, because I know that that kind of goes out of the window in season two. Um oh, yeah. Uh, there is a bit just, of that, but not like, not like season one. Like season one actually had, you know, you know oh yeah, you know, had more of that because it was, you know, it was I felt I felt like season one was written more as a a complete work as opposed yeah to with a few fillers but yeah it was there was a um, lot of uh, three-parters in uh, season one so uh, but, but no, i think i thought it would have been a cool thing is you know I feel, I feel like a modern version of the show would have had a thing where spike is stuck in that body for you know three or four episodes or something like that or he has a thing where you can where you can go into that body or you know, or or something like that like and like we said you know at the end of the last uh the last season where they talked about giving him like a like a robot mech suit like a transforming mech suit i thought did they do that eventually or not um no well no i mean there's there's something they uh they use in uh when they get to the uh transformers the movie the 1986 movie but really nothing like that um <laughs> and there's some weird shenanigans in uh the season four which is awful but you know oh we're doing season four then. oh it's, uh, it's awful <laughs> uh yeah we can we, we totally are i mean but it's only like three episodes i think it was yeah. canceled because the movie bombed, but uh, okay. yeah, we, we'll we'll get to there, and it's 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 some uh, shenanigans, and it's terrible. But uh, yeah, so really not um, so much like that. I don't know. I don't I don't want to give too much away with that. 
So, uh, um, so but yeah, I, I'm man. I, you know, to be honest, I had a blast with this one. Uh, I am going four. Whoa, four rivers of chocolate out of five. I really liked it. I thought it was very good. It's <laughs> one of my more favorite episodes uh, of of things so far. So, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So there's nothing. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and maybe because I've seen this one more than uh, some of the others I'd seen. Um, just because it's. Uh, I don't know. It's infamous. I've watched it uh, more recently. And I don't know. It was, it was fine. There's not. It's not bad. It's not. I don't think it's great. But uh, you know, I would definitely uh, say that it was well animated. There wasn't any kind of weird animation errors, and it was clean lines and stuff. It was kind of nice. Which we're gonna see a lot of bad animation in season two. So I'm enjoying this right now. Uh, when we go to the Acom episodes, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I would give it uh, two trashings of the arc out of five. Wow! Yeah, this is the first part we've been on any episode so far. Oh yeah, well, you know, like I said, maybe because I've seen this so many times, and uh, I, I, you know, yeah, I would. I'm gonna stick with that because it's not bad. I think animation saved it, but it's it's a laughable episode. There's a lot of silliness in it, which is fine. I mean, it's. Maybe it's just maybe it's just maybe it's just what I wanted at the time. I don't know, but uh, that could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I quite enjoyed it. So I, I you know, um, we get into some of the uh, some of the later uh, season two episodes. It's going to get real fun or bad. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. All right. So yeah, uh, I I want to quick give a shout out to um to Danny. Um, he um was very generous. You know, for the uh for the Patreon. So I mean, it's like we told uh, with uh, Jess, who's also given some. It's not required. Maybe in the future we'll figure out something we we can do to uh, do some incentives in that. But I mean, we're trying to get things started as is right now. So until that time, um, yeah, we appreciate everything. Um, I like I told uh, Ed, going to keep that handy until something like something comes up that goes awry, or if we need to, um, you know, upgrade something, we'll do that then. So yeah, um, for, uh, f- first of all, we have the be- we have the best fans. Our, like our, yeah. our like our listeners are the absolute best, and you guys are all amazing. Thanks so much for and all the interactions and everything you guys do. So um, for sure, yeah. Uh, and we we starting to build a nice little community on the Discord. You know, we can you know, I think a lot of, a lot of us just like sharing um, stories and pictures and things like that, uh, talking about stuff. And you you can give us your feedback on the Discord. Uh, which Discord is so much, it's so much fun get in discord if you're not in discord get in the discord like uh like i've said before that i don't i don't like discord i'm too old to use it but yeah, uh so. uh like i figured it out and it's awesome and uh, there's times where i just like yeah like if i'm bored i'll just spend like you know 20 or 30 minutes just you know just chatting or you know posting dumb stuff or uh or whatever i mean you know, it doesn't have to be transformative like like uh like half the stuff two-thirds of stuff i post in there it's just like like hey here's a dumb picture of my dog or uh like, it's true, everyone. Hey, he, he here's me uh, tell some joke about Men in Black. Um, uh, it's so the dumbest things. Yeah, he, he does that. I do. Po- I do post. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm, I'm real, real good at that. Yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed, <laughs> but uh, I didn't want to bring it up. But you brought it up, so I, I guess it's uh, it's out now. Um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you, everyone, and uh, let's move on to uh, through season two here. It's gonna be a uh, this is gonna be a beast. So it'll be fun. Anyways, uh, you want to take us out with anything today? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if I did this one before or not, but I'm going to do it again anyway. Uh, he ran right back, back into the danger. My digital watch is smarter than that. <laughs> what? What is that from? Uh, that is Melissa Fairborn from Five Faces of Darkness. Oh, that is going to be great. That is a fantastic um, um, 
block of uh, episodes in season three. So that sounds, like, that sounds like a kung fu film. So um, I'm that, that is also that's also, season, um, so. that's also uh, Flint's daughter. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? Uh, next, next week, uh, 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 Flint, Flint Dilly, we've we spoken about a few times in the past. Oh, yeah. Or, is it Dial or Dilly or whatever? Dilly, I think. Um, Dilly. Uh, I found some dirt on that dude. Um, not not bad, not bad dirt, but odd dirt that relates to things that we do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till yeah. next week and drop that and drop that. And that'll be oh the my gosh, okay. Well, it depends on what right. it is. I may have some fun feedback on that one. Oh, good. Right on. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, all right, guys. Take it easy, it. and I'll see y'all next week. Thanks so much Roll for being here. Wow. There you go. See ya. Yeah.